In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaris. And I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. We are joined today by Fat Carrie Bradshaw, host of the Bachelor Podcast for our our Thursday pop culture episode. Uh, We saw each other at the 4th of July, all three of us in person. We really look at us patriots. (laughs) <laughs> patriots 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 i love my country blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's here's a question to to start us off and this does relate uh to all of our patriotism uh if you could be an olympic level athlete in any sport what would you guys choose figure skating hands down figure skating hands down yeah for sure or synchronized swimming. Have you ever watched synchronized swimmers? Uh, that shit's next level. I mean, yeah, that looks very fun. I I love the gymnast. If we're talking summer games. Mm. I want to okay, f- summer games. Fly, yeah. I want to flip around and do all that shit. I mean, I instantly thought swimming because I was on the swim team in high school and it would be like really cool to swim like that fast. Um, but but then yeah like you y'all are y'all are being really creative like yeah having like supernatural abilities like flipping and figure skating that is special uneven bars also would be like a fun thing for me i i feel like i always was jealous of gymnasts because i'm like a big ass man so like even in high school when we would do gymnastics for two weeks, which was the most exciting time, I like could barely manage the balance beam. <laughs> oh, um, I feel like I feel like it would be really fun to be really good at curling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody cares about it. You're in it just for the love of it. Let's fucking go. I, I feel like, you, yeah, people would just be like, oh, my God, do you know Millie? She was actually an Olympic curler. <laughs> Like, I feel like and people wouldn't really know, you know, you know, what's another one. And this this goes back to uh, my other podcast, The Rose of Your Teenage Self. Uh, but if we're talking teen Elise, skateboarding is in the Olympics. Yes. I thought about that. Is it? Yes. yes so skateboarding it is. is in the Olympics. You can skateboard in the Olympics. Yeah, they just I feel like it's kind of new, though. I think so, but they have a cool outfit. And that is one aspect of the Olympics that I always love is looking at the at like Team USA's outfits for every single different sport and then comparing them to whatever. Oh, my God. I'm Other sorry. I'm phone this is horrible. OK. Yes. Um, I think uh, the last Olympics were in Brazil and all of the Brazilian like this Brazilian skateboard outfit. All of those outfits were super cute. I think because I just like those colors better. Like red, red, and blue versus like green and yellow. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at uh, a, a friend of mine sent me like the history of the Australian outfits, and they've got some big swings and misses. I'll oh, say that really? about some of the looks. Some of the looks are giving flight attendant. Oh. <laughs> See, that's why, that's why I like a winter figure skating vibe because they can wear their whatever they want yeah. you know I'm, I'm not forced into a red white and blue theme mm-hmm, we can mm-hmm. have like a nice mint little skirt mm-hmm. f- doing flips around the ice mm-hmm. uh, fashion is your choice in mm-hmm. the winter mm-hmm. that's true 
That is true. Okay, so speaking of the Olympics, we have a 2020, because still they're still technically calling it the 2020 Olympics, even though they're happening in 2021. They, like, didn't rename them. They were like, it's too expensive to change the signage. Yeah, we're not Exactly, doing- <laughs> and then I guess they're like, we, then, then we have one that's on an off year. I know, then we're going to have some in, like, three years. I know, I know. I don't even have time to train. I don't have time to train. I need at least four years. <laughs> okay, so this is our this is our uh, Tokyo Olympic roundup. First of all, let's start with Shakari Richardson. So, uh, just a little background in case anyone hasn't heard about this, though I think we have talked about it on the pod. Shakari mm-hmm. Richardson is a U.S. track and field athlete. She was 19 when she broke the NCAA's 100-meter sprint record and became one of the 10 fastest women in the U.S. This year, shortly after winning the U.S. Olympic trials for the 100-meter, it was announced that Richardson had tested positive for THC, which is banned by the World Anti-Doping Agency because they are narcs. So, (laughs) yeah, how fucking lame. (laughs) I mean, we all, it's been said a million times, but like, who cares if you're running on a little weed, you know? America runs on weed, ironically. (laughs) Yeah, weed, Duncan. So, this resulted in a 30 day ban for Richardson, but people thought that after the ban, she is, and that ban, it also, they like retroactively got rid of her time. So she wasn't going to be able to compete in the 100 meter race, her race specifically. But people thought that after that ban, she might be allowed to join the relay competition and still be a part of the Olympic team because Team USA hadn't chosen its relay competitors yet. However, Team USA announced that it will not allow Richardson to compete even after the ban has ended because quote, we must maintain fairness Mm. for all athletes who attempted to realize their dreams by securing a place in the U.S. track and field team. Mm. There's been outrage uh, at this decision uh, in in a very rare instance. uh, Both AOC and Donald Trump Jr. aligned on this Mm. issue. Donald Trump Jr. (laughs) eloquently tweeting, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He said WTF, but WTF, you're telling me weed is somehow a performance enhancing, but being born and living most of your life as a dude. Oh, okay, great. I'm sorry. This is my yeah, first time reading it doesn't this. Sound it got transphobic. As yeah, you started, yeah. I was like, this is going really downhill sorry. quick. Um, this is my first time reading this statement. It does become transphobic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. So, um, never mind. Uh, okay. And that's this what is you why, get, man. That, that's what you get. A wrong clock, a broken clock is right. Uh, a little twice, bit. Yeah, twice a day and transphobic 24 hours a day. <laughs> okay, so that's what you get for reading a Don Jr. tweet before oh. vetting it. Um, yeah, so anyway, he went a transphobic route. I don't think that AOC went the same route. I don't have her tweet before me, but I'm going to say that she didn't... Uh, she did, that's not yeah. the, tra- the 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 route that she took. You um, know, yeah. Also, and I'm sorry, I am going to respond to John Jr.'s thing, which is that um, it actually isn't allowed for uh, trans women to compete in the like as <laughs> the gender yeah. that they can like that they identify as. So you're wrong. It, that isn't um, even happening. Okay. I mean, they're doing like right now the conservative movement. I mean, just to address that, they pick like, you know, their the real backbone of the conservative movement is money and taxes and like the rich, like supporting the rich and screwing over the poor. But they get the poor to vote for them on these cultural issues. And just right now, the two main things that they're focusing on are trans kids in sports and um, critical race theory. So that's what, you know, they always have to tie it back in because if they actually talked about what they want, no one would vote for them. Even less people would vote for them. But now they're getting people who are scared. Anyway. 
Yes. And it's shoehorning mm-hmm. in the issue in a way that sounds logical to someone who knows nothing. Like they're like, yeah. yeah, why is that true? But in reality, it's not true at all. And to underscore this point, also from the Olympics this week, two Namibian women, Christine Maboma and Beatrice Maslingi, have been banned from competing in the women's 400 meter because they're natural to talk. Now I can't. <laughs> This is unbelievable. Okay. Elise, speaking of Shikari, uh, Elise is high right now, as you can tell. <laughs> I it's can't not do. performance enhancing. You guys don't know how many times I've been trying to fucking say this. You can keep this one in, Jorge. They've been banned from competing in the women's 400 meter because their natural testosterone levels have been deemed too high. So these are cisgender women competing in the women's race but they have now been forced to undergo testing Mm. that first of all in previous olympics like you would never know that someone had naturally higher testosterone like okay yeah that's like a new thing like that's not a crazy like if it has to if you have to be tested by science to prove this weird thing like you should still i mean they should all be able to compete but if two people are at that testosterone level naturally how how unusual is it that's an excellent point fat carrie and that's (laughs) why we've got you here on the pod today (laughs) because like i'm like but are they sisters are they blood related it makes it makes i don't understand and like um high testosterone compared to who Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, I mean, it seems like... And Average also, woman in Nambia? I don't think so. Also, that's just like a natural, like, benefit to have. Like, right. that's, and this is the that's same life. Thing. When people say, like, life's not fair, this is that example. Like, life's not fair. These bitches were born to do this. Yeah, they were born faster. They okay. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, I think that's the thing, right, is that... There, you know, there are so people are like, oh, rules are rules and blah, blah, blah. And like, especially with Shikari with the weed thing. And it's like, yeah, rules are rules. Right. But who are they implemented towards? Who are they? Who are they like overwhelmingly pushed towards? And it's always black women, you know, queer PE is just like the marginalized like those are when the rules get enforced the rules are always bent for and like that's when when they they decide when to implement the rules Ryan Lochte 100% lied about like getting robbed Michael Phelps did a bunch of his hair that fucking he should have been banned from the Olympics for that hair color (laughs) Michael Phelps embarrassed not Michael Phelps I'm sorry Michael Phelps we love Ryan Lochte embarrassed this country in many ways both <laughs> aesthetic <laughs> and personal, <laughs> but but uh, people were actually on this exact note. People were quick to point out that Michael Phelps, his body actually naturally produces a low level of lactic acid, mm. which I don't know somehow makes also makes, makes smoking. I don't know. Yeah, Andy smoked pot. <laughs> pot smoking Michael Phelps is nonsense. Well, yeah, and I mean, even when he when they were making controversy about that, he's like, look, like. I um I'm a I'm an athlete like I can't be taking in a lot of calories and like alcohol will fuck up my daily caloric intake so like I smoke weed you know I smoke weed in the same way like that other people use for alcohol you know use alcohol right? and like that's just like it's just so but you know of course it's implemented at this girl and you know I think like I when I saw her race it's just so fucking disappointing in it you know, just really reminded me of things in my own life of like, I think, I you know, I was tearing up when I saw her, her race. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because she won, but like, she was so like, cocky in a way that was really empowering. It's like, yeah, I'm the fucking best. She knew she was going to get the thing. She pointed at the clock. Mm-hmm. She's like unapologetic about, you know, having acrylics or orange hair or like, you know, these lashes. lashes yeah. And like, she doesn't care about looking quote unquote ghetto, you know? And, and I feel like I wonder if she looked differently or was a white, you know, if, if she had, or a different demeanor, they wouldn't be so quick to implement. And then also, it just is also making me think of um, U.S. Gymnastics, which is a different, like, company. But, like, 
you know, it's just really interesting when these fucking associations decide like when is rules or when is that when like the U.S. Gymnastics Association like was covering up all this all these like sexual abuse scandals and all this shit and then like making it impossible for people. I don't know. I think in general, the Olympics, like, likes to have this aesthetic of, like, what an Olympian looks like, even if, like, you go back to pre-bad shit Tanya Harding, but, like... I was about to say, when are we going to bring up Pre-Tanya Harding scandal, like, Tanya Harding didn't look the part, and that was kind of, like, her her whole thing. Like, she's like, if I had more money and I dressed differently and my attitude was different i would have been on the olympic team a lot sooner than i was like i had to work so much harder because i didn't have the same look as as everyone else and i think like that's just carried over and then shikari just has like even more odds stacked against her for the fucking olympic board or whatever to to pick at whatever they can to make sure that she doesn't essentially like change the picture like right you know it's and they they could have if they if they really care about this like the rules are the rules and blah 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 they could have (laughs) put her they could have been like okay you don't get to run your race but they could have put her on this relay team yeah you know and they could have they could have seen the public outcry they could have recognized that maybe this rule needs to be looked at and put her on the relay team because she's the fucking best you know like yeah but it's not about the best it's about who upholds the american image and it's like what is the american image and who's deciding that and we all know like what it is and who it's deciding and then like the same thing with tanya harding it's like um it's so fucked up i mean when you start you know researching the tanya harding thing because you know her um yeah her boyfriend husband like beat the shit out of her and like she tried to get divorced and they're like it's and her look- mom and her dad like her whole life her she whole family beat- she's abused but like but when she tried to like leave her abusive husband they're like it doesn't look good uh if like for our if you're divorced if you're divorced so you need to stay with him for this image thing you know and then we all know how that ended with nancy and all that shit but it's just like yeah like also um, let us remember nancy kerrigan still competed in the 1994 olympics she was just fucking fine and (laughs) tanya's not allowed to touch the ice ever again but i digress everyone knows i'm team tanya but I think, and then the the um, the other girls with the testosterone. That's just like I don't even. That's like telling a basketball player, like, "Oh, sorry, you're tall." So yeah. actually, one hundred percent. That's like being like, "Oh, you're naturally tall, so it's actually not fair." And also, are men being tested to see if they have naturally higher levels of, of testosterone, estrogen. like or right. estrogen or like whatever could you know, like, are because like a man could be fucking chock full of testosterone too like probably is like and could have unnatural levels so it's like it really seems like they're only testing i mean there's also castor semenya who's been disqualified for similar reasons because of naturally high levels of testosterone from running and it really seems like they're only doing this to black women who they want who are excelling in athletics like they just want and they want to like other them and like humiliate them in this very intense way when it's just like a natural like they're naturally faster because yeah they have biological processes that are going on in their body that are making them fast that's how people throughout all of time have been naturally athletic <laughs> yeah that that's like literally saying that when we're born we all are at the exact same level yeah to be an it's olympian like, so dumb. like that or like an olymp that's like saying like oh sean johnson can't compete as a gymnast because she's only uh she's under five feet and that gives her an advantage in gymnastics like gymnasts are fucking small that's like right a it benefit. seems like it's when it only when it is women who have more testosterone is it this big issue and na- and anything else like it just I mean, it's- well, it's also just like, you know, is it about is it about people who are the best? Is it about being the best at your sport or just being like the kind of the kind of thing where it's like only people with disposable income can do it? And like, because what kind of people have like it's fucking expensive to put your kids through like 
all these training camps and all this shit and whatever. And it's like, yeah, when, but it doesn't matter if you have money when there's people who are like born naturally talented and it's like, yeah, let's cut them. You know, it's so dumb, you know, but that's how it's just a reflection of society. And that's how, you know, life is. It's like some people rules are implemented on, you know, and it's just a good reminder of like, this shit is dumb and stupid and we can clearly say like yeah it's dumb that they won't let shikari run or that's dumb but like it's also a reflection of our society that's Mm -hmm. how rules are implemented everywhere in schools at work even it's just crazy to me that yeah like this woman can't participate because she smoked weed and there are tons of people in jail for weed but there are also people becoming millionaires off of weed white people off of weed so it's just a crazy, crazy dichotomy that, like, it's really difficult to process. Well, and I've seen, I, I, I can't remember who tweeted this, but right after the Shakari decision, someone tweeted out, like, I wonder how many of these fucking, like, hoity-toity Olympic guys have, like, corporate cannabis stock. Probably mm-hmm. a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I used my stocks app to buy corporate cannabis stock, and, and it's up right now. So... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, mine is like worth five dollars, but <laughs> yeah. Well. I actually also have a really small thing of corporate cannabis stock. I have to check it. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not like, like five dollars. I'm not like you broke bitches. I have AMC stock, baby. Wow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, okay. So this brings us to another question, uh, which is: Should the Olympics even? be happening so as of today tokyo has declared a state of emergency (laughs) over rising COVID infections uh today they announced that live fans have been banned from attending any events and are advised to stay home and watch the games on tv so fun to have the olympics come to your city fucking ruin everything displace a bunch of people and then they tell your ass to stay home and watch it on tv and and like yeah like not cancel (laughs) Yeah, it's like everyone should just do whatever. Anyway, only about 15 percent of Japanese people are fully vaccinated at this point. And with the rise of the Delta variant, infection rates have been steadily increasing. After already having been delayed for a year, the International Olympics Committee is pushing ahead with the Olympics just because they're like, we can't cancel. It's like so many weddings. They're like, we can't cancel it again. I can't send out. I can't send out a chain. Another change the day. (laughs) (laughs) At least for Shakari, like she has that silver lining of knowing, like when she does go back, she'll have a full crowd, and it'll be like how she always dreamed of it. And she's so young, like I, I think how she's handling it is like the most remarkable part. Because I would be, you would never yeah. see me again. Like you I would, would never just be see like, me again. Fuck this. Like yeah. and she. She, like, the day of, of, she didn't even, like, take time to think about it. Like, the day of, she was, like, being very, um, yeah, I'll see like, you in four I'm years. I'm sorry, like, years. yeah, I, you'll get the championship in 2024, you know? Like, very gracious. Yeah, and sucks. that's the thing, is, like, actually, who better would you want representing you than, like, a young woman who's, like, she's been embarrassed, she's had her dreams crushed, all of this stuff, and she's still so, like, poised and, like you said, gracious like and her mom just died yes and her mom just died at her age i got caught with weed on my study abroad and i did not behave with the same grace uh and dignity <laughs> that, that she handled herself with i thought you were gonna say you got caught with weed at the harry potter no that was actually when i was significantly older uh to show that i <laughs> haven't learned my lesson in any way shape or form uh, that was over a decade later oh. so- <laughs> <laughs> So recently. <laughs> Last yeah. week, Elise got caught with weed. The Harry Potter exhibit. Um, no, no. That was actually, no, it was literally a decade later. That was, I was 29 when that happened, and I was 19 uh, when the original incident took place. So, there's like, uh, right, there's some kind of like Saturn eclipse or some shit that happens every time. It was actually, so every, um, every Saturn return, I get caught with weed kind of in a public location, uh, am humiliated. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, back to the olympics um do we think that they what do we think how do we feel about the 2020 slash 2021 olympics should they be happening i mean i hate to say like just 
wait until the next uh whatever what is it 2024 um because i'm like these people have worked so hard etc but it's like if we to put this in our perspective like if i'm ever gonna win like an emmy it better not be when it's fucking a virtual emmy do you know what i mean (laughs) I'm like, yeah. if I worked my ass off for this long and then I win an Emmy and it's like a broken up, uh, pixelated th- image of me in my like <laughs> ground floor apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like and also, no, like I just can't. Also, somebody DM'd me today speaking of the Emmy saying you're starting to look like fat Dan Levy. Well, how and do I was you? Like, Bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. You look, first of all, you look the same. I'm like, I know. I was like, wait, I get Dan Levy all the time. You don't have to add fat to everything. No, but <laughs> it's not even the fat. It's just that. How do you look like? How are you starting to look like fat Dan? <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like you've changed your look really at all. Is no. it because like you don't wear glasses? What's the deal? Um, but yeah, that's a good point, Chris. That like. And I was going to ask, Chris, you did request that your reps not submit you for the Emmys last year. I uh, did. I did. I, uh, so that you not, didn't uh, have to go to the Zoom. I obviously was nominated in most categories, but I nominated said, not this for year. best swimsuit pictures in Palm Springs. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. And best 30 second internet video. <laughs> best, 30, best 30 second sorority girl internet video. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Chris, you said no, not this year. I don't, I don't want to do it unless I'm doing the full Emmys. Exactly. I feel like, um, I feel like the Olympic Committee, as soon as they finish the final like invoice report for 2021 Olympics, they're gonna have to start planning 2024. Like and displacing a bunch of people for 2024. So it's kind of like, sure, if you want to like do triple work, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of conflicted because on one end, I'm like, whatever, just get it over with. On the other end, I'm like, just wait. Then I'm like, it's not cool that they're like doing this to Tokyo. It's crazy that Tokyo's, it's also just a testament. I just think about like other countries' vaccination rates and it's literally because they don't have access to the vaccine and how quickly, literally think about how quickly we got the fucking, we got the vaccine, we got it distributed, how many people have it, um, how many people are not fucking taking it because they're assholes. <laughs> um, it's just crazy to me that like so many people around the world want it and we got it so quickly and just raising 855 why Donald Trump is a piece of shit because we could have had it even sooner if he wasn't a dick. Mm. And that's the tea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. 
They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. All right, we're going to pivot now to a Britney update. Uh, <laughs> since last we have discussed Miss Spears, there have been a ton of updates to the legal battle. So here is a few. On Wednesday, Britney's mom, Lynn Spears, asked the court to allow Britney to hire her own private legal counsel for the first time in over 13 years. Earlier in the week, both of Britney's court-appointed legal counsels, Samuel D. Ingham III and Loeb, and Loeb LLP, filed a petition to resign. This happened after Britney's legal statements that her legal counsel hadn't advised her properly on her options to end the conservatorship for years and reports that they had been ineffective in fulfilling Britney's wishes. Also this week, Britney's manager, Larry Rudolph, quit on Monday, saying that since Britney intends to retire from performing, there's no reason for him to continue managing her career. Mm. What, what are we making of this? Who's paying the manager and her own lawyers? Because if she's in the conservatorship and has no control over her money, are these lawyers appointed by the people she's trying to get out of the conservatorship from? That's the whole point, right? Is that like like everybody that was working for her was actually working for the dad. So they had no interest and the dad pushed her to keep working. So they have no interest in her not being in the conservatorship because she just wants to fuck off and have kids. And she doesn't care about making money or being like whatever anymore. She just wants to be, have a live a private life. Yeah. This Larry Rudolph guy also like when I read his statement, so he's been her manager since like the early 90s. And then I remember I read it was like, except for a period between 2007 and 2008, he was her manager. And I'm that like, that was okay. Sam Lefty. Oh, um, so he was like, uh, I haven't talked to Brittany in two years, so I don't know what's going on with her. And I'm like, what? Yeah, my manager didn't talk to me for two years. I'd be upset. Yeah. <laughs> If my manager didn't talk to me for two years and I'm not booking on the level that Brittany's booking. I know. (laughs) But it's also like, because her, you know, like the person who controls the money controls everything. So if he tells the manager not to talk to Brittany, like who knows what the payments look like, you know? I I feel like Brittany is just fucked for like Now, what do we think of Jamie Lynn's little instagram live did you guys can we talk about how how insane it is that her she's named after both her mother and father i I can't get over it that's some southern shit that's some southern shit and also a lot of dominican people do that they combine the mom and dad's name uh to make a new name but anyway Uh, john benet ramsey is also named like it's like that's like her dad's name turned into like something else yeah her dad's so name people. is john bennett or whatever anyway um <laughs> it's some it's some uh, southern so jamie, shit that she's her doing little sister went on instagram live so jamie or not i, I don't know if it was ig live or she just like posted a front-facing yeah. whatever but a front-facing character video chris did you win the emmy or did you not <laughs> bitch i don't do front-facing okay there's production oh, quality over here god forbid chris. yeah you get it edited honey <laughs> thank you you have a butt jet okay sorry so <laughs> jamie lynn spears posted a front-facing character video she, <laughs> where she was pretending to be Brittany. no she posted a video where she just kind of like was like I love my sister. Um, she didn't really like address anything. And she was like, my relationship with my sister is private. 
People are probably harassing her, to be honest. She was, yeah, I think she did say something about that, too. And, like, sure. here's the thing. If my parents had, like, a conservatorship over my sibling, mm-hmm. it's automatically, like, awkward. Especially one that started when she was so young. So, like, obviously she's been raised by these people who are telling her, like... Britney is doing XYZ. This is why we have this conservatorship. So it's like, obviously she's gonna, it's going to be awkward. I I almost feel bad for her as well, because it's like, uh, who knows, you know, like if she goes against her parents, what's going to happen to her? They're fucking not so. Yeah. It just makes it sound like I, I, I agree, Chris, like, Jamie Lynn's experience is probably really, really complicated because those are her parents and they have a narrative and all that stuff. But then with the public magnifying glass, like which honestly, if we had this public magnifying glass in any of our family relationships or dynamics, it would really reconsider how we're treating somebody in our family, too. So in that way, I have compassion. In the other way, I saw like. Um, you know, somebody post today where it was like Lynn Spears, which is uh, Britney's mom, where it was just like, yeah, like if you are standing by watching somebody abuse your child, you are also the abuser. Like if the other parent is, and in that way, like everybody, and like, that's what the Ronan Farrell article was like, was like people in the family feel conflicted, but they're not saying anything. They're not doing anything about it, whatever. They probably didn't know, they probably didn't think they could, you know? It's just like a complicated thing, but at the end of the day, like, you were somewhat complicit and like, she's funding everyone's fucking life. That's so fucked up. And hearing that the lawyer made 500 like half a million dollars five hundred thousand dollars in fees like he charged britney when britney's like like yearly expenses are only four hundred thousand dollars a year so it's like that's crazy to me you know i don't know she's paying for her like prosecution and her defense basically like i know that's not what it's called in this she instance is, though. but it is she crazy. is she's paying for everything she's paying for all of this and has no say in any of it it's so fucking bizarre yeah, like the thing, the fucking, I don't know. Like, I know y'all probably talked about the Ronan Farrell article like a few days ago, but the thing of like, she went to a nice dinner and couldn't pay her half because it was over her weekly allowance. Like, and then her lawyer's making half a million dollars off of her. Fuck these. So it's like, yeah, sorry, Jamie Lynn, like you're getting bullied and like that's not right, but it's also like, but you, I feel like you were aware of the situation. Like She's also at an age now where she's aware of the situation. So yeah, I think it's right. different now. It reminds me of like an Amy Winehouse situation whose father mm-hmm. was also super like um, Jamie Spears-y. And so many a lot fathers of people, like Yeah, and a lot of people like blame him for Amy Winehouse's death because she like didn't want to be doing a lot of what she was doing and she talks about how she like would get so fucked up because it was the only way that then they wouldn't put her on stage is if she was too fucked up to be on stage so like and again she was paying for everything so of course when everyone was like she's fucking sick she needs help she needs to go to like rehab and all of this he was like or she could write a song about it like like i think and then they're like he killed her because he was the one that was like making her keep going when all she wanted to do was not be famous and she says like if you watch the documentary and stuff from the very beginning she was like i never want to be famous i never want like I, i you know i just like to sing and i don't know it's 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 fucked up. My parents are like, I just can't imagine having that kind of uh, no. pressure from my parents for some something like that. Like, <laughs> anytime I tell my parents anything, they're like, "That's lovely, sweetie." Same. <laughs> like, same. I really am convinced uh, 
that or you know i think there are people with natural talent but i also feel like a lot of these quote-unquote child prodigies it's just that their parents are fucking nuts and they push them to the absolute limit and if you're interested in this just because like my my job at netflix where i used to have to watch novelas and make memes about it um there's this there's this singer his mexican singer um, Luis Miguel, and um, they made a dramatization of his life, and he was in charge of it, and he was like, um, basically the whole fucking, especially season one, is just about how abusive and exploitive his dad was, and like, like would push him and gave him like caffeine pills, so he kept going and took him out of school, and like just was increasingly manipulative and terrible terrible the jeffersons were the same thing like their father was like joe jefferson or whatever like was crazy towards them joe the jacksons oh sorry yeah sorry <laughs> i'm so fucking uh i'm like i'm like again to the east the east side i was like i was like i, li- I was like i think that was a scripted um, no, that was a scripted <laughs> series. Uh, I'm talking about like one of the most famous musical groups of all time. The Jacksons, yeah. But yeah, they're oh, Joe yeah. Jackson, their dad, like treated them crazy and. But yeah, I feel like that is what you know when people are famous that young. It's a parent that pushes them, not necessarily Even, like look at natural talent. Beyonce. Beyonce's dad would make her run laps while belting songs in the backyard when she was a kid, like. They don't it's, do Destiny's Child anymore because the dad owns like part of Destiny's Child. Like, and she had terrible dad shit too. The only thing is that like she somehow got out of the shitty dad stuff and like they didn't even talk for a while. It was crazy. And um, I think she also has like such a strong mother figure, also. Like yeah. it wasn't like she was in this battle alone. Um, because even they were gonna do like a Destiny's Child Broadway musical. And he was the executive producer because he owns the like rights the, the to the thing. songs. That doesn't, I didn't know Beyonce, any of that. Yeah. And Beyonce was like, uh, I have nothing to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it. And they yeah. didn't do it. Yeah, because the dad owns Destiny. I mean, honestly, though, that's like uh, some of the other members. That's what like, you know, they had like four and five and then two people left and they brought in Michelle. Like a lot of that was conflicts about um you know destiny's child being owned by their dad and the dad exploiting them and they're like who the fuck like why is your dad doing this and that created a rift among them and then later in life like they all kind of pushed away from the dad you know um but it's like a big family uh turmoil with the be- with um the the Knowleses. yeah all right so we have one final topic for today before we go. Chris, do you want to lead us through what is going on with Erica Girardi? Okay, so for those who don't know, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, Erica Girardi, a.k.a. Erica Jane. Erica Jane. Um, is married, was married to like this very old lawyer who's super rich and or was super rich and famous, is like most famous for being... Um, the lawyer on the Aaron Brockovich case. Yes. Uh, and he like won, wins basically, or in his career has won billions of dollars for situations similar to Aaron Brockovich. Um, and then in the recent documentary, The Housewife and the Hustler. On Which ABC, I watched immediately. It was it good? Should I watch it? It is um, good. It is good. Uh, and they, they interview this one family, the Rui Gomez's, and there was like a gas pipeline where um, the one guy is like really injured and like will never be the same because of like all the burns and stuff. But basically Erica's husband, Tom was not paying out all these people that he said he was winning like these $10 million settlements being like, I'll pay, I'll send you the money by may 18th and then may 18th comes and he's like oh i just i'll send it in another week whatever he doesn't pay out a lot of people which is what all of this is coming down to uh erica girardi filed for divorce five days before all of this like came out she filed for divorce on election day thinking that 
if she filed for divorce on election day, nobody would notice that she had filed for divorce. <laughs> um, Which honestly, good plan. Not a bad idea. Yeah, not a bad idea, especially because the election lasted eight days. <laughs> it's also interesting to see because they were filming Real Housewives of Beverly Hills during all of this, so like that's kind of how they've edited the whole thing is like in the timeline of the divorce. So it'll say like three days before Erica files for divorce, she's sitting and talking to her castmates about how much she loves Tom and how um, he's just such a good person, such a go-getter. And then three days later, she texts them all that she filed for divorce and things had been terrible for a long time. But what a lot of people think is she knew it was going to go down. She filed for divorce to protect her own assets and to take whatever she could that would technically be hers. And then she wouldn't lose it when they filed for bankruptcy, which they did. And um, the issue is for the past five years, she's been on TV showing everything that she has. (laughs) And so like there's lawyers who have been transcribing every episode of the real housewife of Beverly Hills. Cause she also is like notorious for showing her closet and they like, show every piece of jewelry every bag so now that they're filing for bankruptcy they're like where is this where is this where is oh, this shit. we saw it in episode uh season nine episode 11 you had a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bag um and so she's saying that she doesn't have the money she's saying she doesn't have all of these things that she gifted them which you know it would be like if i was getting if it was happening to me and I was like, Oh, let me give my diamonds. I'm pretending I have diamonds. I was like, Oh, I'll give my diamonds to Millie and I'll give my jewels to Elise. And then I don't have them anymore. Like I gave them away as gifts. Everything dies down. You guys give me that stuff back. So the root Do we Gomez give you is- the stuff back? Or am I like Chris who? <laughs> <Back> here, what? <laughs> well, I guess number. so Millie's getting all of my stuff. No, Millie actually <laughs> will never give me back what I, Fuck you, Chris. You didn't give me back my goddamn shirt. It's been two (laughs) years. Move on. Keep going with the damn story. (laughs) Um, So anyway, they decided yesterday, a lawyer decided that the Rui Gomez's can sue Erica for the $11 million that they're owed by Tom. Yeah, bitch. So, So they're saying like that he funneled the $20 million they won to Erica Girardi. So he's like, I don't have it. I don't know. So now the judge like, said, I gave it away. Oopsies. I gave it to my and, friends. Yeah. And it's all like the whole thing. Cause even her music career has been not like, I just can't imagine her having to sit in court and as they play. It's expensive to be mad. <laughs> 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 And then, like, her other quote-unquote hit is, how many fucks do I give? Zero. Zero. (laughs) Not one. And in the documentary, they, like, literally edit that with, like, the burn victims that Tom has screwed over. Jesus Christ. Watching watching it being like, we can't pay for our medical bills, and she's, like, getting fanned with... How many fucks do I give? Yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. Um, It just kind of... I mean, there is an article... I did not read it about like how kind of being on Real Housewives forces you to like, you know, the point is like to show off all your your crazy lifestyle and stuff. But like a lot of these women are scammers to keep up appearances for the thing. And they also brought up Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Lake. And then even Mary Cosby. Mary Cosby is going to end up in jail (laughs) Jen shot they're gonna be that's gonna be the real Mary Cosby, Jen and that Mary shit are gonna be crazy. like like with her church and stuff and yeah, that's a there are a million thing. people with like that though too of like flexing on everybody and then with but with the church's funds like that's fucked up and like Teresa went to jail and out of out of the the four the only one I believe really didn't know that she was doing wrong was Teresa and I say that because there's no way Teresa is smart enough to like pull off a heist. I'm serious. Like I, I really don't think she knew. Cause she's like, I don't know. My husband told me to sign stuff and I signed it. And I'm like, that tracks. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Really did. oh my God. Do you remember Phaedra? 
I yeah. even before I watched Real Housewives, the Phaedra shit, um, Elise. It I was don't know crazy. anything about it. So Phaedra's a housewife of, or was a housewife of Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, iconic. She's like a lawyer and a mortician. Um, <laughs> Amazing. I just was actually watching a compilation of Phaedra stuff yesterday. But she, I don't like her, but anyway. Well, she also, I was watching Married to Medicine, which takes place in Atlanta, and one of the girls is going through a really messy divorce um, involving money and everything else because she's married to a doctor. And she's like, I have to go to my lawyer. She goes to her lawyer. Who is it's it? It's Phaedra. Phaedra. Terrible. <laughs> she's going to lose. <laughs> and Phaedra, can- she's like, She's like, how did I meet Phaedra? She actually used to date my ex-husband. And I'm like, terrible. what the fuck? Terrible, terrible. She's a terrible human being. No, basically what Phaedra did was she used to manipulate, like, she's a lawyer, so she used to, like, manipulate people into, oh, she said, like, what was the scam? It was, like, they were actuaries or something. So she would get people to, like, dress up, go into car dealerships and be like, hey, I'm with, like, whatever, the national insurance or I'm with, like, the Porsche, whatever, this and that, like, fake logo. Um, we need to test drive your car. They would drive the car, take it to a shop, chop shop, resell all the parts, blah, 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 make a ton of money. And then, like, keep doing that, keep doing that. They would all make so much oh, money. Oh, that's illegal, illegal. That's oh, it's really super bad. illegal. But she. <laughs> she fucking did it so that like she would exploit like let like people who just didn't know better or like didn't have and she positioned herself so that she's like not legally liable like all the liabilities on them she just kind of told them what to do so then they all went to jail her husband his brother and then this one woman and the one woman was like i fucking listened to phaedra i went to jail my mom died when i was in jail my my grandma died like and phaedra like showed up to the funeral and like whatever but she fucking manipulated me and all this stuff and then like it's crazy uh and i I like i followed that scandal even before i got into real housewives of atlanta but yeah she's another one who's like Showing off your money and shit, but like, it, where is it fucking coming from? Because she hasn't won a case. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's the Jen Shaw stuff too. Is and, and I these people. I'm like manipulating what the f- old people. Yeah. But like like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Going on TV mm-hmm. and flaunting all of your stolen shit. Like they said, Je- Jen was caught because of the show. Like yeah. I mean, but these people are not aware of how they come off and like the the fame that they get from the show makes them even more detached from like what's going on in reality. Yeah. Um, We could talk about this forever, but I do yes. think it's time for us to go. Uh, so everybody, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaris. And I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Bye. Bye. The Betcha Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.